day to you. Welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani and the show team is in place today. Matt, Ace, and Jeff. And as you can tell, I'm a little bit raspy. I think I got that frog back in my direction, Debbie, today. (laughs) I sent it your way to Florida. Thank you so much. Yeah, but we're talking today, when have you blessed someone over the holidays? And that is why I am sporting a St. Vincent de Paul uh, um, golf cap. I I have been uh, the whole year, 2023, um, to raise awareness that St. Vincent de Paul does a fantastic job at serving those that are less fortunate and in our community that need help, they need assistance. And when can you be a blessing to someone over the holidays? Or when have you blessed someone over the holidays? And it's just a reminder, you know, that there's always people in need, and we can always be doing more than we're doing. We, we really can. We can always be giving 100%, especially when all of heaven is watching. So when have you blessed someone over the holidays? You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We don't want you to, to just uh, use the airwaves to brag about yourself. We really want you to share the details of the soul-to-soul connection, be Christ in action. Okay, here is the number. Fill those phone lines. Let's let's shout it out to the world. 833-288-3986. Well, this time of year brings out the best in all of us. Hopefully it does. And we'd love to hear how you have been a blessing to someone at this time of the year. Maybe it was this year. Maybe you've just uh, maybe today you might have done something special for someone who wasn't going to be able to have family, uh, you know, with them at Christmas. Maybe you pay them a visit. Maybe you help out at uh, you know food shelters that feed a lot of Christmas meals to those who are less fortunate than we are. Maybe you have just anonymously sent gifts or presents or something to somebody, given of your time, talent, and treasure. When have you been a blessing to someone is our topic of conversation today over the holidays. 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. Or maybe you blessed, um, you know, maybe you you received a blessing from someone already. And I have actually, this morning, I opened up the most beautiful gift it was sent uh, from Barb and Rich in, in Littleton, Colorado. It is the most beautiful angel. Um, and so Barb and Rich, if you're listening, thank you so very much. You know how I love angels. Actually, it was an angel that you had, and I admired it, and you and you sent me one, which is so beautiful. Um, and it's... I'm going to, I just made the announcement today. I'm going to keep it up year round, not just for Christmas. I, you know how I love angels. And so it arrived safely to Arizona and, um, it's a, it has a, uh, breakable parts. So it had to be packed and Barb did a f- fabulous job packing it. And, uh, yeah, I'm so excited. I put batteries in it. It lights up. It's actually going to be like our living room nightlight. Nice. Very yeah. Nice. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, well, very my excited. pastor, where I am here, he is a, a big fan of St. Jose Maria Escrivá, and he was sharing with us during, I think, during his homily at Mass today, uh, that uh, St. Jose Maria recommended that we keep a little, something of Christmas up year-round, just oh. maybe a little like, and, and my pastor's favorite is the little drummer boy, so he keeps the little drummer boy on his desk mm-hmm. year-round just to remind him of Christmas and the birth of Jesus, so... If, uh, if a saint like Jose Maria Escrivá says it's okay to leave something of, of Christmas up year-round, then it's good enough for me. 
Yeah, and that means I can leave the angel up all year there round. I love yeah. that. I have a, a manger that I leave up all year round. I just take the baby Jesus out. And um, yeah, I love that. I, I, I started that about 10 years ago. Does anyone else do that? Do you keep, do you keep a, a, a crash, a manger scene um, up all year long or something that reminds you of um, Christ's coming at Christmas? I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting. We could talk about that. I know somebody actually that keeps a Christmas tree up the whole entire year. They just mm-hmm. change the wow. colors of the lights. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. But that's, that's a little bit uh, a separate topic. But we're, we're talking about blessings today. Being a blessing to others, uh, did you receive some grace and, and blessings? I have. I have. I, I, Marty and I have been doing the St. Andrew, the St. Andrew Novena. And I know it's attributed to St. Andrew, uh, Jerry, but it really is to focus on Christ's birth, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, that's the, that's the main focus of the Novena in order for it to really be effective. And I will tell you, uh, this is the second year I've done the St. Andrew Novena, and I have had the best two Advents. I mean, it's unbelievable. Does anybody else feel that way with the St. Andrew Novena? That's a blessing, okay? I mean, we have blessings all around us. We can be a blessing to others. We can receive blessings. We're talking blessings today. Please stop wrapping gifts, stop baking cookies, stop doing what you're doing, and make that phone call and share with the world so we can spread the blessings, Jerry. 833-288-3986. Again, as Debbie pointed out, this it's, it's, we we do a lot of shows like this, and we always are quick to tell you, you know, it's not. A, we don't want you to call and brag about yourself because we know you don't want to do that. You know, the Take Two family, you are humble people, you are godly, prayerful people. But the, as we always say, there are people listening to this show every day. We have new listeners every day, maybe longtime listeners. Uh, who you could give some maybe some ideas to, some suggestions to. And so, again, today we're talking about how have you blessed someone over the holidays or maybe been on the receiving end of, of a blessing. Um, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. This is, there are as many examples of this as there are Take-Two family listeners right now listening, tuned in. So feel free to grab one of those open phone lines. They're starting to fill up right now. Mm-hmm. couple are still open, 833-288-3986. And you can be a blessing to others with a smile, with a gesture, with a, a kind word. Um, opening a door, opening, you know, helping somebody when they're in need or doing something, you know, more uh, concentrated, like with an intentional move, like taking a whole Saturday and going to St. Vincent de Paul and helping and volunteering or um, helping to collect uh, funds for, for others. Or, you know, there's so many things you can do, but many times when we do them, we're not thinking to ourselves, boy, we're being a blessing to others. But that's why we're doing this conversation is to really look deeply mystically into what it means to connect and to be that blessing to others. Please don't sit this out. Don't think somebody else is going to call in for you. Make that call yourself. 833-288-3986. When have you blessed someone over the holidays? That's on Take Two today. Call us.
Well, a lot of you have something to say to weigh in on today's conversation. We're going right to your calls in a moment. It's 833-288-3986. When have you been a blessing to someone else? Come out of yourself, done something very kind, generous, maybe even anonymously. Again, this isn't, you know, hey, look at me, aren't I great? This is about really uh, providing us with the, the real life stories of how this time of year during the holidays, you have really tried to make somebody else's life just a little bit better, maybe a lot better. They could have been family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, gym partners, or perfect strangers, you know, and you are going to be inspiring and edifying all of us with your experience that you share at 833-288-3986. And right before we go to Judy in Ohio, I have to tell you about EWTN Pro-Life Weekly. Prudence Robertson is the one who keeps you informed and educated with the latest news and truth, folks, truth on abortion euthanasia, assisted suicide, and the entire culture of death. It's EWTN Pro-Life Weekly, and we can send you EWTN Pro-Life Weekly directly to your email inbox every week. All you have to do is visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe, and you'll be all set. I see an open phone line, so if you'd like to talk about a blessing today, blessing someone else, you've received some blessings, you plan on uh, sharing those blessings, paying it forward, please call in. This is a great conversation to have worldwide right now, 833-288-3986. And as promised, we'll go to Judy. Judy is in Fostoria, Ohio, listening on our friends at Annunciation Radio. Hi. Hi, Judy. Welcome. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Judy. Uh, I got a blessing. I got the most beautiful wishing well my brother-in-law made for me for Christmas. What's a wishing well? It's it's a big uh, round well. It's got you can you know like when you in the old days when the people had to go to the well and get their water, they had to put their bucket down in. Mm-hmm. And then they had to wheel, wheel it up, and is that's it, what I got. I mean, it, how big is it, Judy? It's it's an outside wishing well. Oh, that's so. what I thought. So almost like a fountain type thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, nice. Did so. your brother-in-law deliver it and everything? He made it for me. <gasps> wow, you've got yes, a really isn't that a amazing. blessing. Yeah. Sure is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's his first name, Judy? Yes. Dave. Dave. Wow. He yes. Does he do this for a living or just as a hobby? Just as a hobby. Nice. Wow. You've got a nice brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I do. He's really great. Good. Sounds like he's very talented in that area. You are very blessed, Judy. We can hear how happy you are to have received this. So. Thank you so much for being part of this show today, Judy, in Ohio, Fostoria, Ohio, and telling us about your brother-in-law giving you that wishing well and how it was a blessing to you at uh, Christmas time here. And that's what we're talking about. Have you blessed someone or received a kind blessing from someone? 833-288-3986. Carolyn is in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, on the EWTN app. Hello, Carolyn. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Uh, I have... I have blessings to report and blessings to give. Okay. Uh, I I live uh, very uh, moderately in a retirement home, and I my basic my income uh, covers the rent only. 
And then, so my brothers and a sister-in-law donate something for me for every month to help with other expenses, the electricity and all, and also St. Vincent Paul at the local church has given me donations, too. And um, uh, so I've been blessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and by my parents' good upbringing. And, uh, but anyway, um, I also can be a blessing. I've, I'm helping another resident who gets confused and help coordinate her day. And um, I also um, uh, am blessed by our Catholic community radio locally, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm an ambassador for them, and also they're in a crunch right now for money, and there are, uh, there's matching funds that people are giving, and um, I have some cash to donate, but I want to ask out for other donations for them, mm-hmm. ccmedia.com. Uh-huh. Thank, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, Carolyn. You are a blessing, and you've been a blessing, mm-hmm. and others have been blessings to you. That is so beautiful. Like you said, you know, the um, the income that you have only covers your rent, so you've got these family members. I mentioned, I think you said, a bro- brothers and a sister-in-law who help pay for those other things. And this is just a beautiful way of the body of Christ showing itself with charity and beautiful blessings. Carolyn, you are truly blessed by that. And we really, we're going to put you in the prayer book and, and your I brothers. and and see, mm-hmm. Yeah, Debbie just did, your brothers and sister-in-law. And mm-hmm. Debbie, I'm going to throw it to you because she mentioned St. Vincent de Paul and I know that that's dear to your heart, especially today, it looks like. Absolutely. Carolyn, thank you for for mentioning St. Vincent de Paul. I'm wearing the ball cap right now, and I love them so very much. They work uh, so hard to help everyone and to um, keep everybody supported. And and I, I love that. I love their hearts. I love their intentions. And they sometimes, you know, we... We, we forget about them, you know, because we're just going on this, going in this world so fast and, and then we're going to the next thing and we're jumping around. But, um, it is, it is so incredible to acknowledge them because once we do, Carolyn, like you did, um, then others will go, wait a minute. That's right. We've got to go visit our, our local St. Vincent de Paul chapter and help out or volunteer. So thank you so very much. You're just a precious soul. And yes, Jerry is correct. I put you in the prayer book. So feel those prayers around you. Okay. Thank you. God bless. God bless God you bless too. You. Yeah. That was wonderful. Okay, so I am getting some pictures um, from um, folks from the Wishing Wells, and I, it's so interesting because I actually, the reason why I was asking Judy is I actually have a mini um, well um, that's, and I also have a necklace that has it. Isn't that no, interesting? Nice. Nice. Yeah, 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 it's really cool. But I was just wondering if some were functional or just decorative or something like that. So you know me, Jerry. I'm always into the details, and mm-hmm. if I could shop sure. and if it's available on ewtnrc.com. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we have that phone line. Well, it was open there. Uh, it's occupied right now, but we do have another line open. 833-288-3986, talking about Christmas blessings around the holidays. How how have you blessed somebody at some point? Maybe it was way, way back. Maybe it was recent. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was this year during Advent. Maybe you have... Uh, plans over the Christmas time, maybe even Christmas Day, to help out at a food shelter or delivering uh, you know toys to underprivileged kids or something. How have you been a blessing to others? Or if you want to flip that around, mm-hmm. how have you been blessed by someone at the holidays? Eight three three. 
288-3986. Real quickly, before we get back to the phones, I just have to share this one more thing about St. Vincent de Paul. In Arizona, and I don't know if this is across the nation, um, they have the blue buckets that have St. Vincent de Paul. I don't know if that's their standard color around. Is it, Jerry, do you remember if, it, if it, in California so, yeah. was it blue? Yeah. Okay. All right. So they And they collect money sometimes after, after Mass. And uh, my husband and I were coming out of Mass, and, and St. Vincent de Paul was there, and I went up to them. Now, they don't, they don't know me from Adam. I mean, I don't go around saying, you know, hey, you know, I, I do some ministry work um, on radio. They don't, I, they don't know me at all, which is fine. And um, so I'm walking up to them, and I just went up to a few of the volunteers, and I just said, hey, I just want to thank you so very much for what you do. And we started chatting. And the one lady that was holding one of the buckets, she, she started to tear up, and she said, thank you so much. She says, you really do like St. Vincent de Paul. And my husband tapped me on the shoulder. And he says, why don't, you, why don't you tell him how you wear the hat every <laughs> once a month on the show? I said, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, just even thank the volunteers because that's mm-hmm. a blessing. Yeah. That's a blessing. Thank the volunteers who are doing this work. I, I just wanted to share that, too. I'm really yeah, big on you. ministry. You know mm-hmm. that, Jerry. Well, you are engaged in ministry folks when you bless others not just around the holidays but any time of the year that's our topic today 833-288-3986 suzanne is in abilene texas listening on the guadalupe radio network hi suzanne welcome hi how are you guys today doing well how are you hi suzanne good good uh i uh oh okay um I uh, This didn't happen at Christmas, but I wanted to say that uh, in my nearly 70 years of living, the greatest blessing that God has ever given me, and I didn't think it was at the time, was being diagnosed with breast cancer in 2002. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was quite a roller coaster experience, and I had a very aggressive cancer. Uh, I was 48 at the time. It was explained to me in very simple terms by my oncologist that that I had what is uh, young lady breast cancer, and it was might kill me. So we had to be very aggressive in treatment, uh, and the treatment nearly kills me. But mm. I'm still here, mm. uh, and uh, I met so many beautiful people on my journey, uh, beautiful women, their families. I learned so much, and the Holy Spirit actually made it a ministry for me. And it's not as intense as it was, but it it felt like there for about 20 years, every newly diagnosed woman or the sister of someone who was just diagnosed would be sent to me. Our paths mm-hmm. would cross, and I would have the opportunity to witness to them that, uh, you know, there is hope. Uh, even if the outcome is not good, there's always hope. Mm-hmm. If it's not hope for a better life while we're here, it's hope for a better life when we're with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I were given the chance, if God and I were talking, just sitting down, having coffee and talking, and he said, Suzanne, I'm going to let you live your life over, but you can take away any experience that you want, don't want to live again. I would not remove the experience with breast cancer. It was too important in making me the person I am today. And the experience and the people, I would not want to miss. So mm-hmm. I would go through it again gladly, happily. Wow. Wow. Uh, so uh, 
that that is my blessing story that I just wanted to share. Um, as I said, it wasn't at Christmas, <laughs> but maybe uh, August 7th when I had my cancer surgery was my Christmas day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, you've anyway, had many Christmases. There's... You've had many Christmases since then, Suzanne. And I, I just want to tell you, you know, your phone call is really exactly what this show is about. We mentioned earlier, you know, your lived experiences, the Take Two family. You are, you're, you're speaking to other people's hearts who are going through something you may have gone through, or God may be letting somebody hear this who he knows is going to go through something like you did, uh, you know, at some point in their future. So this, Debbie, is just, this is a, 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 an amazing phone call, and it's exactly why we do this show every day. Absolutely. Suzanne, thank you so much for sharing your journey. I, I can personally relate uh, to what you're, you're sharing because years ago I wanted to um, do a, a radio, a podcast uh, called Cancer is a Blessing. And I did, we did a couple demos and, and um, a few people came up to me and they said, I've, I've shared this story before, Suzanne, I don't know if you heard it, but a couple people came up to me and they said, Debbie, I can't even believe you would say cancer is a blessing. I can't believe it. That's horrible. And I said, no, it, it really is. And I tried to share exactly what you shared with all of us today, Suzanne, but you did it so eloquently. And I just want to say thank you. Keep telling your story. We need that hope. We need that joy. We need that inspiration. And you're amazing at it. So keep going, okay? You know what you should have done, Debbie? You should have gone. I don't know when you tried to do your podcast, but it seems like if you state things negatively, like you may be aware of that uh, uh, organization uh, that's called uh, 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 Lust is Boring, I think is Mm -hmm. the name of it. Mm-hmm. And they do the chastity project. You know, you should have said cancer sucks, mm-hmm. and then people would have turned in, Tune and then in you in. would explain to them it's a blessing. So try it again. Maybe okay. we can try that together. And okay. thank you so much for your show. God bless you, and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Mm, same to you, Suzanne. Merry Christmas to you too. Beautiful. And I know she has just blessed a lot of people here over the holidays. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this we have to have conversations like this. And I, it sounds like you guys really want to have this conversation because look at the phone lines. You guys are just blowing up the lines, and that's a good thing. So keep calling. Let's hear what Donna has to say. Donna is a first-time caller in Pemberville, Ohio, on our friends again at Annunciation Radio. Hi, Donna. Hello. How are you? Merry Christmas. Thank you. You as well. Um, I was just calling in. Yeah, I was listening. I'm actually on my way home. I'm driving from a trail ride with um, an older gentleman. I lovingly call him Old Bob, but I was telling your call screener, he's 78 years old and he still horseback rides. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I started riding about two and a half years ago, and um, he's a retired Protestant minister, and we've had some colorful conversations on our trail rides. And so this year, he and his wife, they told me every year they invite someone from the, our riding club to just come and have lunch with them. And he asked if I would come to their house and have lunch. And it was so sweet because I thought Advent had been going along so fast. And this is like one of the shortest, it is the shortest Advents we can have, right? Because mm-hmm. Christmas Eve yeah. falls on the last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if I went over to his house what I was going to walk into because we've had some colorful conversations. 
um, me being Catholic and him being Protestant. Donna, but, hold that thought. Hold that thought right there. If you can stay with us just for a second, we have this immovable uh, break for our affiliates who want to spread a couple minutes of information to their uh, listeners. But I, this, I'm loving this story already, Donna, and I know there's a lot of other great details to it. So hang on there. And we also have Mark in Illinois, Rick in Ohio, Melissa in Illinois. Other call, calls being screened by Matt Gabensky today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. Right back to your calls in a moment here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. Donna was with us, and Donna, I know you said you were driving somewhere, so you may have had to uh, to go. And you were telling us about uh, old Bob, your retired Protestant minister friend, and you being a part of the riding club, and he had invited you over. I, I believe you said for a dinner or something like that. So I was I was very eager to hear the rest of the details on that, Donna. So if you're able to call us back, please feel free to do so. I'd love to get you. We'll put you right back on the air when you call. But before we go to Mark, I wanted to mention another member of the EWTN radio family is celebrating, and they're celebrating a great, a marvelous milestone, 20 years on the air, Catholic Radio of Marshalltown, Iowa. And we want to congratulate Bob Dick and everyone at Catholic Radio of Marshalltown Marshalltown from all your friends at EWTN Radio. I'm sure you remember those first few years when you were really in your infancy as a ministry and very vulnerable. And because of the generosity of so many people, you are now on the air for 20 years. So way to go, Catholic Radio Mm -hmm. of Marshalltown, Iowa. Fabulous. Okay, in the meantime, if we're waiting for Donna to maybe call back and fill in some of the details, let's go to Mark in Aurora, Illinois, on WSFI. Hi, Mark. Thanks for waiting and welcome. Yeah, I I now have a brief addition because of uh, your last caller uh, being thank or because of a previous caller being thankful for cancer. I'm actually becoming thankful for my lifelong sight impairment. And the reason is that I I recently discovered that that was a lot of the reason that I've always been able to have platonic friendships with women and therefore found it easier to maintain my chastity. And it wasn't because I couldn't see them. I had enough eyesight to know what women looked like. The reason was that, for the most part, my... Side impairment caused me to experience girls as caring and concerned, and this meant that I liked them as a boy, and I never went through a stage of, oh, I'm going to stay away from women because they have cooties. No, I've always liked women, and as an adult, I've always been able to have platonic friendships with them, and I think that my side impairment has played a big part in that becoming possible because before long before I entered puberty and therefore became sexual, I just liked girls. Mm. And now I have the story I originally mm-hmm. called in with. I was, uh, I, I was getting off of uh, a metro train in uh, the city of Chicago, and I was coming to the uh, front door of Union Station, or or one of the doors of Union Station, and there was a man there with a walker. And Mm -hmm. he said, excuse me, could you tell me how to get to Ogilvy Transportation Center? That's the other train station, or that's one of the other train stations in Chicago. And I said to him, well, if you keep going the direction that you're facing, you'll actually be going away from it. And then I told him how to get there. And 
after he left me, I practically jumped up and down for joy because I realized that I had a, I had given the same kind of assistance to him that I'm usually forced to be on the receiving end of it. And mm-hmm. here, in this case, I was able to assist another person with a disability to, right. uh, you know, not go in the opposite direction of where he wanted to go. Right. So I got a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark, you know what's amazing? You, you, you can sense it. And Jerry, are you picking up on it? I think it, we, Jerry and I seem to always be in sync when we do ministry work together. So that's we believe the Holy Spirit is is working, which is a fabulous thing. But Mark, I'm sensing through your words, you're you're definitely a, a giver. Right, and then you were talking about being visually impaired. So of of course that's going to be um, a little bit. You have to navigate around that, right? But you're but the Lord is presenting opportunities for you to to enter into and be be that um, giver that you are, that leader that you are, that person that can help another another soul. I love that, Mark, and I pray that it, and if you want it, that the good Lord presents more opportunities like that for you. So that I think that is important for all of us, that we're constantly connecting, exchanging, helping one another, receiving, giving, having that movement of soul-to-soul connection. Because honestly, I believe in my heart of hearts, Mark, tell me if I'm wrong, that that's the way we're going to build up the body of Christ. What, what do you say to that? I might, I'm, well, I might add that I went totally blind about two and a half years ago or more, and okay. The only way to explain my state of contentment is that the Holy Spirit is giving me the peace that passes all understanding, because Mm -hmm. my emotional history would seem to indicate that I should be depressed, if not suicidal. But I have been just astonishingly contented and even happy about a lot of little things that are happening. Now, part of that is a choice of what I think about. I choose to dwell on the good things that are happening to me and the little ways that people are helping me, not to the point where I'm Pollyannish, but just keeping that perspective of, hey, here are the things that I can be grateful for. And yes, it's true that I can't see the 4th of July fireworks anymore, the turning of the leaves or the Christmas lights, uh, that causes some heartache right now. But in the midst of all that, I still have the peace that passes all understanding, and it's only explainable by the presence of the Lord. I don't know any other way to explain it. Well, I don't think there is another way to explain it, Mark, really. Uh, you just did that, uh, you know, and, and you have really, I think, blessed so many people here today just by allowing us uh, into your life a little bit and by sharing your acceptance of this uh, you know this disability that God has given you but how you have you know you you've even in spite of that you've helped a lot of people you helped mm-hmm. this gentleman you know to find his way and there there was so much spiritual symbolism for me mark as you were sharing that how you know we are we are called to spiritually help people find the right direction toward god and so uh, that was a beautiful gift that you gave that man and it sounds like it was a great gift to you as well it was and by the way jesus wasn't always or usually politically correct he didn't say uh, if a visually challenged person leads a visually challenged person, they might get into a little trouble. No, he said if the blind leads the blind, they'll both fall into a pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, right. No nope. he was correctness he was, there. <laughs> no, no. Well, and he was probably talking about yeah. you know, spiritual blindness there. But Mark, thank you. God bless you. We're yeah. going to pray for you. Debbie's got you in the prayer book. Absolutely. And uh, we will wish you a most blessed Christmas coming up here in just a few days. Hard to believe. Four days away from Christmas. Yep. Mm. Oh, I know. This is moving fast. Okay. Melissa is up next in Northern Illinois on WSFI. Hello, Melissa. Thank you for waiting and welcome. Hi, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm going to see if I can keep this on the shorter side, but it might take me some while uh, a while to explain. But um, so, I wanted to pass along some blessings this Christmas, um, and so I'm partially asking for prayers that it's going to work out. Um, okay. But I have this idea to bless my husband. Um, this Christmas. And so we've been married for three years, and he's a wonderful man. He loves Christmas. It's his favorite time of year. He loves the lights. He loves the cookies and chocolate. Like He loves everything about Christmas. He watches Christmas, Christmas movies, um, you know, like every day leading up to Christmas. And so um, I wanted to make this Christmas really special for him. But, you know, we're kind of going through a hard time right now um, financially. The Lord asked me to leave my job um, in August, and um, I thought I would be getting another job, but the Lord's telling me to just be at home, so we're down that income. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been great, but we're down that income, and then my husband has been doing some side work, pretty much a second job, trying to make it his full-time job, and we're just, let's just say it's not going so well, <laughs> and so we are just not financially in the place that we would like to be, and Christmas can be a difficult time of year to be in that situation. And so it's a little, it's been very stressful um, for my husband the last few months to be in this financial situation, and it's Mm -hmm. just really wearing him down. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, what do I do for him for Christmas? I have no money. I don't want to spend his money on Mm -hmm. Christmas gift. To me, that sounds kind of, that's kind of weird, but I want to bless him. So um, I came up with an idea to make a Christmas adventure movie for him. So kind of like um, a choose-your-own-adventure, but almost in a Hallmark Christmas movie style. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I want to set up the weekend to be a series of mini dates to hopefully bless him and pull him out of this stressful time that he's going through and making this Christmas extra special for him and finding free, fun ways to share um, the Christmas spirit with him. So there's a free sleigh ride in the town next over. There's uh, some neighborhoods that have Christmas lights. I want to take him on like a Christmas date on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, I want to um, make fudge with him because he loves chocolate, like I said. And then um, do crafts with him. Not that he's crafty, but make some <laughs> snowflakes. And then uh, make a snowflake for every family member that we'll see on Christmas Day and write two things on each snowflake for them that shares with them, like, what we love about them. So, like, mm-hmm. we love your joy, we love your smile. So that way our marriage can be a blessing to our family in a new way. And wow. then um, uh, I got a gift card for a chocolate store downtown, and I found a chocolate soldier um, like popsicle thing. So I bought that for him and I want to write a letter 
to tell him that I see him as like a soldier for Christ and that mm. through all this, Aww. he's just been so strong and faithful to the Lord. And Aww. I know it's scary right now, um, yeah. but that yeah. I'm so proud of him for, you know, providing for our family and working so hard and he has chronic fatigue. And so like oh. doing two jobs is like just That's it's a lot. so hard for him. And um, yeah. But I see him, like, as a soldier for our family and for the kingdom. And so I just, I hope that, like, it blesses him and um, that I can figure out that the Mm -hmm. Spirit can inspire me to know how to put all this together to make it special for him. But, um, you know. (laughs) Melissa, a couple things. You have uh, a whole entire gigantic family now praying that you can pull this off and do it well with all the creativity that you're sharing with us today and the effort that you're putting into it. It shows how much you are bursting with love for your husband. Um, do you feel comfortable for uh, giving us his first name for the prayer book? That's the first thing. The second, if you want to, you can add to this extravaganza of an amazing gift that you're putting together for your uh, your incredible husband, who's a hero, uh, it sounds like, of yours and the family. Um, Jerry and I will turn down our mics for 15 seconds and you can share a, a greeting that's, um, and you can tell your husband that's, you can add this to part of the gift that you went on a, um, a worldwide show to start off the, uh, the amazing gift. So whatever you want to do, but if you want to give us his first name, um, please do so. Cause I have the prayer book out. Oh, that's really cool. Yes. His name is Brian. Brian with an I or a Y? An I. I. Okay. So do you want to do a 15 second greeting? We'll go quiet. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, go ahead. We're going to turn down our mics. You take it away. Okay. Um, Merry Christmas, Brian. You are an amazingly strong man, and that's why I married you. You have a heart of gold, a heart of David for God, which is why I married you and what I've been praying for my whole life. So I hope this one is the best one so far. Mm, That was beautiful. And, uh, yeah, Melissa, thank you for doing that. And um, every day's show is posted at take2show.com. So if you want to uh, let Brian have a chance to listen to this, just remember about this time in the program where your call is on the air and and let him listen to that because uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to – all these things that you're doing, I typed over a note over to Debbie, Melissa. I said, Melissa is so very creative, Mm -hmm. and you are, and you've just blessed so many other people. You've given ideas to the entire Take Two family around the world Mm -hmm. for what they can do to help their spouses and their loved ones and their friends, especially when they may be going through, like you said, a little bit of a difficult time. But yeah. we'll be praying for you and Brian, definitely. Absolutely. And you do realize, Melissa, that when when Brian, when you share this greeting with Brian and he shares it with his friends, they're all going to say, I want a wife like Melissa. She sounds so <laughs> cool. <laughs> So the, the blessing will co- the blessing will come back to you. Um, share with us after after uh, Christmas how it went. Will you do that? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Melissa. We're going to also pray that your um, finances um, really uh, go well in the new year. That's what we're going to pray, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, May I share something real quick? 48 Hours of Christmas? Okay. It starts, 48 Hours of Christmas, folks, starts Christmas Eve morning on EWTN Radio. It's an EWTN radio tradition. The 48 Hours of Christmas. Join us all day, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day for special programs, music from around the world, and so much more, including Advent Reflections, 
Merry Christmas, George Bailey, and the whole uh, and the Holy Rosary with Father Benedict Groeschel. Um, so cool. I love it. It's a great time. Stay connected with EWTN. All right, we're going to go back to your calls here today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, talking about how you have been a blessing to others at the holidays, how have you blessed someone or been blessed by someone. And Jim in Missouri is listening next. He is on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, hello. Good morning. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. So uh, you well. my employer, thank you. My employer's uh, recently blessed me, and I was able to multiply that blessing by... Uh, spreading it around uh, people that I know. So at least half of what my employer has uh, blessed me with, I've been able to to give away uh, to other people and increase that blessing. It's been uh, a very, very good thing for me, and they've enjoyed it also. And I even told my employer yesterday, I said, hey, you know that giveaway thing we had the other day? Well, I gave away half of that already to people. Wow. They Even they liked that. They thought that was a great idea. So blessings can't be multiplied. Yeah, for sure. And you have just proved that, Jim. Thank you so much for doing yeah, that. I so and agree. I, I'm just imagining the lesson this was for your employer. Maybe they already are. It sounds like they're already very generous people. But to see you take part of what, you know, 50% of what they blessed you with and turn around and bless others with that, that can only bless their hearts and make mm -hmm. them more. I would think, uh, Jim, Debbie, you might want to comment on this. I would think that would make them even more eager and anxious to do the similar thing for their employees again in the future, knowing Absolutely. that it's going to have a, a further reaching effect than they right. even intended. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally, totally. You got to spread things that are good and holy and wholesome and wonderful and pleasing to God because it will multiply it will multiply in many ways and it, it's incredible and it has a lasting impact. Jim, way to go. Thank you so much for gracing this conversation today. We really, really appreciate it. God bless you. Okay. Um, we will go to Deacon Paul, first time caller on the West coast. Hello, Deacon. Hi Debbie. How are you? Uh, Great. One thing I wanted to say that, uh, and Barry, what touches hit me as far as the blessings, um, Cancer is a blessing because before I had cancer, I wasn't very close to my faith. <laughs> I want to come closer to my faith, and it became stronger and stronger. So I went under the wings under one of my uh, deacons uh, at the church, and he had said he had never seen anybody's life change so fast. And to me, become a deacon. And what keeps me to be in my faith and strong, and any man that wants to become a deacon or priest, a blessing are the ones that are your family that you can bless your mom, and she she can bless you, and it keeps you humble. And also, your family is what keeps you humble because they allow themselves to be blessed by you. So I thank God for everything He's given me and Christ for being emotional, but it hits hard. Hmm. Well, you never have to apologize for being emotional on this show, Deacon Paul, because if you listen, Debbie gets emotional just about every third call, I think. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> but I we do too, Paul. We, we, Deacon Paul, we share, you know, we get emotional on this show because what we talk about are real life, you know, our lived experiences. And, you know, for you to come on the show and just, you know, show that emotion. It shows just how beautiful a gift, you know, I guess your cancer was. Was, was the cancer before you became a deacon or afterwards? I don't know if you mentioned that. It was actually before because I was actually, okay. uh, uh, I used to work as a bouncer at night and do everything. So it was pretty much materialistic. And then when I had cancer, 
then is when I wanted to come close to God, and I said, mm-hmm. I'm tired of fighting you, Lord. Whatever mm-hmm. I have is yours, and everything just changed all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of fighting you, Lord. Wow. I'm tired <laughs> of fighting you, Lord. Deacon, uh, would you say, I want to just dive into this and and kind of go deeply into this idea of, of having a cancer experience and how it changes people forever. Would you say that and you you talked you said about being humble? Uh, absolutely, I would I would I would completely agree. How about this depth of understanding? Did you did you especially in your ministry as a deacon? Do you connect at a deeper level with people? Oh, very much so. I work at a hospital, been there for forty two years, and I love taking care of the patients when they're going through some procedures. I will hold their hand mm-hmm. because I know they're scared. Yeah. So I give them what I ask the Lord to help me to give them. So I I try my best to take care of them. Wow. Wow. They, they must, you know, you, you talk about the blessing you received and how it had changed you. And now you're in ministry and Mm -hmm. doing, um, being a a, a deacon, but do you realize how you are blessing those folks in, in a very fragile position that they're in vulnerable and, and they're scared and they're, and they're uncertain about their future. I mean, you are being that Christ-like figure to them, deacon. Yeah. Thank you. It, it reminds me of where I was at and how I was so scared. And I thought, what have I done with my life? What is, what is it I didn't do for you, Lord? And I think we all forget that. Well, it's something you haven't forgotten, Deacon Paul, and reminds me of uh, something I've said on this show many times, and it's based on, you know, difficult things I've gone through in my own life and come out the other side a better person, a better man, hopefully. And I always like to say, if I don't give away what God has has given me or done for me, then I'm stealing, you know, um, because I think God does give us these uh, experiences and even hardships and crosses so that we can be better uh, able to bless other people that He wants to bless in and through us, so... Deacon Paul, we hope that you have a blessed Christmas, and, and thanks for joining us on the program today. We appreciate it. And Merry, and Merry Christmas to you both, and God bless. Thank you. God bless you, too. Thank wow. you, Deacon. Thank you so very much. I love the Deacons. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? I love oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, folks, please, when you go to Mass, remember we go twice, okay, um, for, for our Sunday um, obligation, our Sunday privilege, and then Christmas. Um, thank the Deacons. They they never get thanked enough. They just don't. Do you have a, do you have deacons at your basilica? Uh, we have two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you thank them for me? Sure. Yeah. No, I thank okay. them all the time. Yeah. I love the deacons. They just do so much work behind the scenes. They're, they're incredible. Okay. So being a blessing to others. Um, we have more uh, comments coming in uh, by email. You can always email us, folks, take2 at EWTN.com. It comes right to our producer, Ace, and Jerry and I get the emails as well. On YouTube or Facebook, we're waving to you. Comments are coming in. And I know we're, we've got a really short um, fourth Sunday of Advent. We know that. And so that's, um, um, that's wonderful. So everybody's starting to wish an early Merry Christmas to each other. And that's, that's the take two style. We're just, we are, we're wishing each other Merry Christmas early. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 
We uh, mentioned yesterday the shows that we have coming up for you next week. Tomorrow, by the way, is Unscripted. It's our monthly Unscripted show. So you can call in and talk about virtually anything you want. Almost anything goes on Unscripted. It'll be our last live show for the year. On Christmas Day, of course, we have the 48 Hours of Christmas from EWTN. On the 26th, our special guest is Father Cedric Pesena, and he's going to be talking about the afterlife. On the 27th, special guest is our good friend Bishop Joseph Coffey, talking about faith in the military. He's a, he's a bishop, auxiliary bishop for the Archdiocese for the Military Services. On the 28th, Father Donald Calloway is going to be our guest. And on the 29th, Tim Staples, Director of Apologetics at Catholic Answers, will be joining us. And then on New Year's Day, Steve and Becky Green will be talking about marriage and family life and life coaching and all kinds of good stuff. So... We may not be with you live, but we're going to give you great shows next mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. Weren't you in um, seminary with Bishop Coffey? You were, weren't I you? I was. We were classmates, yeah. You were classmates. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that's, um, that's really cool. So he's super excited about you being back in priestly formation, and that's part of the yeah, show. It sure is, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be that's a great show. That's going to, a fabulous show. So we're talking about blessings um, today, and we just want to encourage everyone um, to go out there and be a blessing to others. We want to let the Take Two family know you've been a blessing to us. And so, yes, Jerry is right. I'm going to get emotional. Um, we wouldn't probably be sitting here if it wasn't for the Take Two family. You guys constantly pray for us. You prayed for Jerry and his vocation. You prayed for me and my health situation. You guys just kept going round the clock, taking us to all sorts of sacred sites and and sanctuaries and retreats and places. You just kept going. And um, we love you so very much. So you have been the biggest blessing to us. Sure have been. The show team is a blessing as well. That would be Ace, Matt, and Jeff who have been with us on the program today as they always are. We definitely want to thank the affiliates for carrying the program. We had one caller uh, mention Catholic Community Radio in New Orleans is doing, I think it sounded like a fundraiser right now. And so when your local Catholic station or when you get an appeal letter from EWTN in the mail, whoever, whether it's your local station or EWTN, please be very, very generous because without the stations, we have no show to do and you have no show to be on Take Two Family. So be supportive of your local station. That's so true. So until tomorrow, unscripted for the last one for 2023 is then. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask St. Joseph, please pray for us.